No, if I were going to be in a band, I think I would want to play the bass. Yeah, because you it, you can kind of play whatever song you want to play. Like, you can do about anything in a bass line underneath that. Yeah. Bass players are uh, underrated. The sound that they add, and you can't feel like you can't even hear what they're doing. Remember my buddy that was a musician explaining to me about the who? Yeah. Who? The who? Yeah, who? The who? Who? John Entwistle. That his name? John Entwistle's yeah, the right. bass player. Yeah, one of the best. Ever. And and like you can top five. You, oh man, you if Paul, you McCart- just, Paul McCartney's on that list, right? If you just listen to that Flea. guy play bass, you're like Flea's on that list. He's not even playing the same song. It's not even the same song. Yeah, yeah. The, the, like Eminence Front, it's going bound, bound, bound. Bum, 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 bum. And John hear, Whistle's like. Did you ever hear? Did you ever hear Jesus is a friend of mine by oh, Sunseed? Yeah. Absolutely. I'm gonna pull that up here so we can get up. Can base. you can you play it? Are you gonna try to do that thing where you oh, hold your it's, microphone? It's better. It's better than nothing, damn Ross. It, damn it! Why Dude, did I bring this so, up? We are so. If low you could rent be here, if you could be here. in a band, what instrument would you play? If you were in a band, saxophone. Did you say saxophone? Yes. Oh man, that's, did you, did that's, you, that's did, an ad. Did you say saxophone? Saxophone. You are so predictable. Hold on. You'll get, the, you'll get the vibe. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is. Look at the bass player. This is a friend of He's getting after it. All right, so if you got to watch this video if you haven't seen it. It is uh, Sunseed, which is uh, S-O-N-S-E-E-D. It is a uh, one word, Jesus is a friend of mine. The bass player, it looks like it's a, like a church rock group. It, his hip thrusting, and, and he's got a part of the song. It's a great bass line, man. What's the name of the band? Sunseed. So I have a band called Soul Seed. You have a band? I don't have a band. I've heard of a band called Soul Seed that has a, a, a song called Family Tree. Okay. That features, hold on for it. Yeah. The Didgeridoo. Oh, yeah. I like the Australian. <laughs> I've seen somebody play the Didgeridoo live before. Really? Yeah. My uncle can play a Didgeridoo. Can he? My it's uncle, all, yeah. That's not all he can do. That's not all he can do. The guy can also play the. Yep. The uh, the squeeze box. Nice. We're gonna we're gonna talk about what's going on in your life without talking about what's going on in your life. So <laughs> don't, don't worry. But I gotta I, I gotta an, I gotta anecdotally I gotta anecdotally say this. I gotta write you out. So uh, you've got you've got something happening in your life or that may or may not be happening in your life. But it's got you it's got you uh, not present a yeah, lot a lot, a lot of time, dude. Guilty, dude. You've guilty. developed habits lately. You're, you've got a, like a twirling your hair thing. You've just started yeah, doing absentmindedly. Yeah, I did this when my mom passed away. I was I was rubbing my head a lot, and I think that's I really do looking back. That's one of the reasons I was bald up on top of my head for a while. Yeah, you. Uh, we went to lunch yesterday. You're doing the old thousand mile stare, where you're just like you're in the you're in the the yeah. the conversation, and then you're not. But today, right before you go to the bathroom. You come out of our bathroom, which is just across from my office. You sit down, 
lights are off in the bathroom and I feel like I'm hearing something. I open the door, sink still running completely. You were in there using the sink and just didn't shut it off. You just left the sink on as you absentmindedly wander out. So uh, I think I think it'll be revealed fairly soon what, what all this stuff in your life is. But man, oh man, I'm sorry, it, it'll be brother. nice to have Ross back. I'm sorry. And I am guilty as charged. I absolutely am. I'm, and I apologize for it. I've noticed it. Um, trying to trying to get resolution on it. We'll figure it out. Yeah, it'll all people understand. Maybe in hope, maybe a week. Maybe when we're recording next week, it'll all be revealed. We thought it might be today, it shall, but, it but, shall, but, but alas, shall all be knowed. It was not it, keeping in the theme, by the way, of uh, not telling Jesus people what's actually going on. Jesus is a friend of mine. Jesus is my friend. I had a. Uh, I'm going to be real vague, just because I, I'm choosing to. I, like part of me is like, you know what? Just be just be honest with the audience. Uh, which I tend to do. It's kind of my thing. But the other part of me is like, meh. In this particular case, I'm not going to. But anyway, uh, the nuts and bolts of, of this is um, there was a, a thing <laughs> going on in my life for ten, for, <laughs> for 10 months that it, is that is now done. It's now over. Uh, and I wish I could elaborate more, but... Ross knows all about this. He knows what I'm talking about, and it's it's, it's nothing that I here's, did. Here's the thing: it's nothing that I did, but yeah, it was the, so, something. People that, hate vagueness like this, but you it's it's something that you didn't do. It was something that the, some people maybe thought you did, and you were they they discovered you didn't do it, and that's the really good news. So, but it took ten months to kind of you figure, are, figure that uh, out. But anyway, my point is, it's like I I understand very well the going through your life with something hanging over your head. Yeah. And you have no control of, you have no control uh, of it. it. You, yeah, you, you know where you come from it, your, your perspective, but the other people's kind of what matters. Right. And when those things lift and what you got going on will obviously resolve itself soon. Um, but uh, yeah, you hear that. Like it was like a weight was lifted, you know, it, yeah. th- that's right. It was damn right. Actually, when that happened. So, so I'm still here, I'm still recording. You're still here. Still I'm here. still I've always, I've always I'm been st- here. I'm still standing, baby. I think that's what the gorilla said and sing. I'm still standing. Yeah, dude, that's a good song. I saw the new Maverick. I know you did. Oh. Yeah. So who who was at this thing? It was a who's it was a who's who of the radio world and the TV world. Uh, Murph and Andy were the ones that set this up from TV 13 and yeah. from Cakes No Fame. Yeah. They had Mr. Movie Mike Woody, Scott Sipker. Invited me and Chris Williams from the Sports Fanatics, also of KX No Fame. Yeah. Uh, our producer, Caleb Brenner, Andrew Downs, Murph and Andy's producer, yeah. our, our program director at KXNO. Yeah. And I'm trying to think, I'm probably missing a few other people that were there. It's a good friend, uh, Heather, Heather, Wilson, Heather Burnside, was she there? Heather was not there. Your good friend. Heather and Paul were not there. Love Paul. And uh, they didn't see, didn't get a chance to see them. Um, but, and Travis wasn't there. Sean wasn't there. Somebody from the morning show I don't think that was deliberate. I oh, Trent Condon was there. Trent. So I know Trent got uh, got the call. So nice. anyway, yeah, we got a chance to go out to the Palms at the IMAX. A couple of listeners were invited also. They did like a golden ticket thing. Yeah. And I would say a 10 to 15 listeners were, yeah. were lucky enough to be out there. Dude, unbelievable movie. I, I'm, a, I'm a guy that's pretty easy to please when it comes to movies yeah. for the most part. This thing blew away what my expectations were. Now I'll tell you what part of it is because I'm up. the reviews have been really good. Yeah, I feel like see I didn't see any of the reviews. Correct right? me if I'm wrong. By the way, okay. I feel like we have not we collectively society 
has not talked about a movie for a long time. I think that's a really good point, man. And this feels like this movie is getting talked about a lot. That's a good point. When was the last time you heard people? Oh, you got to see this a- movie. Avatar? This is like whatever. I mean, it's been a long uh, time. We could probably obviously think of the one COVID. The COVID era is is directly affected a lot. Yeah, but, um, you, that's a really good point, Mark. Like, and I and I do mean was it, Avatar was a movie where I remember having zero interest in seeing yeah. and several people coming into but my Avatar life was, going, "Oh yeah. my God, you got to see Avatar." Isn't Avatar like fifteen years old at this point, though? I, I doubt is it. that that old. It's it's pretty far back. Holy cow! Yeah, pretty far back. But anyway. Uh, the movie. I, no, that's a good point about the about like that cultural phenomena that happens with a very few. Well, movies. it's also I've seen some articles about how the movie star is dead, and Tom Cruise is one of the last true movie stars that we have left. And there's actually, in my opinion, there's some validity to might that. Might be some truth to that. Yeah, we're in the social media world now, not the yeah. There might be some movie star. Also, you know what's killed the movie star? Netflix. How movie stars that used to only do movies on big screens are now doing Netflix movies all the time. Very good point. You know, so it's it's lessened the theater experience. But here's my one question, and then I want to hear what you like, loved about the movie so much. Okay, okay. My one question is, I'm wanting to go this weekend. I'm wanting to take Seton, who has yes. no concept of Top Gun. Okay. The original. All right. How much of that story does he need to do? I would, I w- and would encourage you to just take the time, the two hours, to watch Top Gun with him first. Okay. Uh, if you've seen any of the previews, and again, I didn't, I didn't see any reviews for it. I didn't. I'd only seen one preview for it, but some people had told me. So I hope I'm not ruining anything when I say this. And if you just are you, if you're so, is Goose still dead? Does Goose come back to life? Goose is still dead. Okay, damn it. But did you know that Goose's son... I did, yeah. Okay, all right. So yeah. most people that have seen the previews have understood that part of it. That's... Yep. if it, it, That is the most important storyline link. So who, that if you who can, Goose was if and If you why. can understand that in the, from the first movie that Goose and Maverick were best friends. I mean, again, there's a lot of stuff from the first movie. It's not coming to America, too, yeah. where you're like... You, you miss a reference every five seconds if you haven't seen yeah. the first one. I'm just going to play my son Goose's death scene no. on YouTube. No, no, don't, don't shortchange that because what you're, what you're going to cut there is the emotional tie that exists between Goose and Maverick. If you just show him the death scene, then he's just the guy that was in the All plane. Right. I'll with also the guy show him the volleyball scene. Show him the movie, <laughs> Charter. You expect my kid to have two hour attention span? Come on. Do you remember Top Gun the movie? There's a pretty steamy sex scene in Top Gun. It's a it's a pretty lengthy with boobs? Isn't it wasn't a PG thirteen? PG thirteen? It doesn't have boobs, but it has the that classic eighties shot of Kelly McGillis of the silhouette in the bed. Yeah. And you can see the lady laying down. And Tom Cruise comes, and he sticks his tongue right in her mouth, Mark. Tom is thrusting. thrusting. A couple times, he lays right on top Eh. of her. He licks her lip, Eh. and then he sticks his tongue right into her mouth. I heard they do that in France. That's what I I heard. I'm not allowed to do that because I'm an American. (laughs) My wife has said no, no, no to that. Not allowed. We only have sex when one person's back is on the mattress. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Here is uh, a follow-up question. No, not yeah. a question. Okay. Follow-up. No, there is a question. Okay. Here there we is go. a question, but Here. this reminds me of somewhere else, and we still haven't heard what's so great about the movie. We'll get back yeah. to that. But okay. here's my question okay. to you. Okay. All right. Fire away. 
I'd be amazed if you even remember this because of how distracted you are these days. <laughs> does Tom Cruise run in this movie? Yes, he does. Okay. And I distinctly remember when it happened thinking okay. to myself. Okay. So Tom Cruise runs. <laughs> I read an article the other day where people were asked, like Olympians were asked, is Tom Cruise good at running? That was the point of the article. Yeah. Because Tom Cruise, who's made a lot of movies, yes. apparently has run in like 92% <laughs> of them. It's amazing. And it's always for a reason. Yeah. This isn't Tom Cruise jogging. Nope. This is Tom Cruise like sprinting. From some sort of explosion from or something towards, towards something. Yeah, yeah, yes. Playing football, all the full, right moves. Full all-out sprint. Now, yeah. okay, so there is a... There's a, uh, I don't want to, there, there's an all the right moves-esque thing that happens where he's kind of running around. Yeah. But he's not sprinting. Okay. Then, it, just when you're about to give up on the idea that you're going to see Tom Cruise sprint. Yep. He's almost it. 60 now, the, by the, the way. The open-handed. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's like, uh, the fingers are extended as far as they can be extended, and the elbows are going as far he's as forward and back. He's not a smooth-looking No, 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 no. He's running for purpose, as you put it. Yeah. Uh, like, he's... This is the thing, man. I mean, he has run a, a Tom lot Cruise. of movies, man. I'm not a Tom Cruise fan. I think he's a total weirdo. Yeah. I think a lot of the stuff about his personal life is incredibly bizarre. The guy is an incredible actor. Like, mm -hmm. you do get sucked into... Well, not only that, but the fact that you know that he's... I don't. I haven't seen the movie, but at least in some of the movie, he's flying the plane. He that's so. That you know, gets, it's not blue screen. It's you like, just got to the answer of your question when you were going to say what did you enjoy so much about the movie without giving anything away of it of the plot or anything like that, which it does have a much more defined military storyline mm -hmm. than the first one does. A much more which I, my son enjoyed a lot. Yep, Seton will be that that will help Seton follow it because they do a very good job of explaining the mission, I yeah. guess is how I'll put it. Yeah. Uh, the story is told very well. Uh, the way that they incorporate Val Kilmer, who we now mm -hmm. we know is dead, but he is in Ice the movie. Man. Uh, the way that they incorporate him. It, so again, Mark, I, I had this thing where I, I think the number one, the key, the number one ingredient to success is expectation, right? My expectations for this movie were off the charts. The first five to seven minutes of it are so corny yeah. and hokey yeah. that I was like, oh, yuck. What are, are they Are they trying to uh, appease the fans, the old I fans? Don't, yeah, that like, could be. We got to reference this. We got to reference yeah, that, that. We got to. I don't remember exactly what it was. Yeah. I don't remember what exactly I, I saw that I went, uh-oh, this is going to suck. Yeah. Then the movie was great. But the same thing I would say about how they introduced Val Kilmer. And, it, and you, once you see it, you'll understand what I'm saying here. There's a few moments in the movie where I'm like, they are not going, this is not how Val Kilmer is a part of this movie. There's no way. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he actually is in the movie and he's on the screen and he's interacting with Tom Cruise. And that, it's, it, I mean, I like got emotional when he, honestly, when he was on screen, I was like, oh my God, that's Val Kilmer. So Val, Val Kilmer, and I don't know if you said this thinking that this was true today, Val Kilmer is not dead currently is he not val, i don't think val kilmer's dead val kilmer is dead is he when did he die am I, am are you I sure making, am i making this up are we are you I, sure am i about to break some news? i mean val kilmer is not doing well val kilmer's got I'm like just, throat am, cancer am, and and, am and I sounds about to, bad and looks bad have you seen his uh um, i'm gonna look at have you val seen kilmer's his documentary dead. yeah i don't think is oh, he, he's not dead no i don't think so i thought he was dead no <laughs> i thought he was dead no he's alive 
Oh, wow. Yeah, Val Kilmer's alive, everybody. Yeah, you said that. I'm like, wait, do you think, did he die? I thought he was dead. No. I thought he was dead. No, he's not. Val Kilmer, very much alive. Apologies to Val Kilmer's Apologies family. Apologies to the family of Val Kilmer. If you're, the, if you're listening. And the tragedies you're going through right now. I mean, Val uh, is not doing well. That, no, he's not. That part is true. The documentary is called Val. Yeah. Uh, it's very good, too, man. He recorded a lot of his own footage back in the day, right? He had yeah, a camcorder, yeah. yes, whatever. His, yep, and the, the, tragic stuff about his life, man. His Yeah, the way his family, that's a good one. That's a documentary that. Everybody should take the time to go see. It's really good. Yeah, I did think he was dead. Holy cow. I mean, your day's probably made. Val Kilmer's still with us. Yeah, congratulations to Val Kilmer. Yeah. On another day. By the way, did you hear Ray Liotta died? Is that true? What? Maybe my brain. <laughs> I hope I'm wrong about this one, too. What? I hope I'm wrong about this one, too. Oh, he did die. This, oh, did he? So I was one, oh, one for damn, two. Oh, damn, that's true. That sucks. I like Ray Liotta. He's dead at 67. Oh. I mean, this is, this is fresh content, man. You're talking less than an hour old. God, this reminds me of the time we had to talk about <laughs> Prince dying during our show. I think Prince died during the podcast. Oh, that's we, a sad one. We talked about that. God. Yeah, so Val Kilmer, very much alive. Ray Liotta, very much dead. Yeah. Yes. Shoeless, Shoeless Joe is no more. Uh, uh, what that, was his character's name in uh, Goodfellas? Henry Hill. Henry Hill. Oh, that blows, dude. And that, I guess he that was... Genu- that genuinely makes me a little sad. I'm not going to squirt any tears on this one. Also was... Like, I, I like Ray Liotta. He was the voice of a, of a, char- prime, of a main character in Grand Theft Auto. But that made him some cash. Never... Played the game. Don't. All I heard was like apparently you could like abuse strippers in it or something. It was like yeah, it had a weird element to it. Have sex with strippers. There's one of the Just there's one of the game. Need. Yeah, right. There's one of the game modes or storylines where you start the storyline by hitting the bong. Good grief! Uh, like press X to light the lighter. Press squared. Favorite other. The Field of Dreams. Let's see how deep your knowledge goes. Favorite Ray Liotta movie? Ooh. Well, I mean, oh, okay. Good, no, good, let me. You, let, you, I'm going to phrase you it gotta different. You and I are the fellas. same age. You and I are the same age. Okay. okay. Can I look what, at his IMDb? What, yeah, you can. Okay. What movie, if okay. any, okay, jumps out from the time? Well, I'm just going to give you a rough age range. Okay, from the time we were 10 to 18. Okay. What movie would have come out of his that would have like made an impression on you that you would have seen that you would have? Because one jumps out to me because I was probably I was probably around fourteen. I'm just guessing. You can date check me, okay. and it really struck a, ner- a nerve with me because unlike you, I I jerked off then, <laughs> and, and this was, and this was one of my favorites back in the day. The jerk too. Yes, because I had a couple hot scenes. Do you know what movie I'm talking about? I have. I mean, when you say what Ray Liotta films were impactful to you, I would, or what do you think of when I say Ray Liotta films? Yeah. I would say Goodfellas. Yeah. I'd probably say Field of Dreams first, but you told me I could not to use that one. Yep. Um, I don't know what I'm, I don't know where. I'll even tell you what he played in the movie. See if that rings any bells right, for you. He, he played a cop in this movie. Really? Okay, so I'm just I'm now I'm now I'm just swinging through the IMDb as quickly as I can to get down there. I'd be uh, curious. Okay. Look up so in ni- so oh, roughly nineteen ninety entry. Yes, was that like around ninety four? Dude, you nailed it. It was ninety two when you would have been fourteen years old. 
Uh, yeah. Because you said yeah. 14. Yeah. So in my head, I was looking at going to 92. Um, and in 92, he did a movie called Unlawful Entry. Yep. I remember that movie. Yeah, he Madeline was Officer, Stowe. He was the cop. He's the cop, but he's not a good cop. No. He's a bad cop. But he's got a scene where he's like, he pulls over this hot blonde and she wants to get out of the ticket so she knows exactly how to do that, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and they steam up his cop car. Oh, man. I how about this? Was, he was I in thought an, that was he great. He was in an episode, because our childhoods are so much alike. He was an episode of St. Elsewhere. Really? Yeah. You know, I you, think my my dad watched. That. Oh, I remember watching Saint Elsewhere. It was the first. I didn't. ER. I didn't watch it. I think my dad watched. So it. Hill Street Blues. Yeah, was he the would first, definitely watched that. Like cop drama. I can still remember the theme song from yeah, Hill Street bling, Blues. Bling bling bling. Dun 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 dun. dun. <laughs> we got you know? it. Yeah, yeah. 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 100%. How about uh, Greatest American Hero? Uh, very aware of the theme song. Never watched it. Yeah, we did. We watched that one. Yeah. So he was in an episode of Saint Elsewhere back in 1983. But really, Ray Liotta, I, I don't recognize any of these. Something Wild from 86, Arena Brains. Give me like the, the mid-90s. Dominic what? and Eugene. So that what? goes Field of Dreams in 1989, Goodfellas in 1990. Back-to-back. Back-to-back bangers. Bangers. Yep. Um, get into 92. The only one I recognize there is Unlawful Entry. He was in a movie called No Escape, a movie with Whoopi Goldberg called Karina Karina, which... Yep. I definitely know the title to that. Operation Dumbo Drop. I remember that seeing that yeah. movie, but I don't can't tell you yeah. anything about it. He's in a couple episodes of Frasier. Did you ever see the movie Heartbreakers? He was in that. He was in Copland with okay. that movie had a huge cast. It was Stallone. Yep, I remember that. I feel like De Niro and Pacino were in there, something like Heartbreakers that. Heartbreakers had uh, Heartbreakers had uh, I think Bill Murray was in it. Jennifer Love Huge Tits was in it. Dude, I got it be was honest, uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was in that one. He was in some movies you've I've, we've never. He heard was of. in uh, the sequel to um, to Silence, Silence of the, the Lambs. Lambs. He was in Hannibal, which I don't ever remember seeing. He gets honestly. his brains eaten wow. while he's alive. Oh, I do in that remember movie. that. I almost puked. Isn't he also a cop in that? He's a detective, De- detective or okay, FBI yeah, yeah, yeah. or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. Hannibal that. Lecter eats his brains while he's alive. I remember watching that and thinking, I feel like I'm about to puke. Blow. Blow, great movie. But he, he plays his dad. The, he he oh, plays wow, Johnny yes. Depp's dad in that movie. That's right. Narc? He was in Narc in 02? Yeah. Uh, John Q? Again, like, dude, not a lot of movies that I can remember here. Funny, he was actually in ER, because I said that uh, uh, the... You said the first ER. Yeah, the first ER, which was uh, St. Elsewhere. Actor, so yeah, I'm looking it up. The credits he had like 126. Oh, dude, I mean, but I've so many of these movies credits. that I just have never seen. Um, that's about it, man. The B movie, dude, you didn't see Hubie Halloween. I didn't see any of these. The Adam Sandler I, Netflix movie, come on. I honestly am looking at this, realizing that I know Ray Liotta from very few movies. Here's wait a minute, wait a minute. Here's something great. Hold did. on. There's a movie called Field of Dreams 2, The Lockout. Uh, no idea. And he plays Roger Goodell. What? A small-town Iowa farmer who's fed up with the NFL lockout decides to build his own football field after hearing voice instructions from beyond. But yeah, 2011. <laughs> I'm looking it up. Who this is, is oh it's oh, a comedy. Ta- Taylor Lautner. It's a comedy. Is the is 
Yeah, it's a pure okay. spoof. All right, all right. I'm gonna actually. That makes. You know what? That might be kind of fun. Pure spoof of that. Taylor Lautner is the Iowa farmer. That tells you all you need to know. That's it, dude. I mean, he was in a couple of different. Um, he was in Wanderlust. He apparently played Ray Liotta in the movie Wanderlust. Um, one of his credits here is the. How am I gonna find this? Oh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Table read. They did this during the pandemic. Oh, Do you remember I that? remember that. Yeah, and they, uh, he played Mr. Hand, who was the, <laughs> who was uh, Sean Penn's teacher. And Sean Penn was played by the kid that You're was a dick. Uh, that smoked pot the whole time they were doing it. Who was the kid? Shia LaBeouf. Oh, Shia. <laughs> was he smoking? He smoked the whole time. That is not surprising. He was a narrator in some Thirty for Thirties. Paul Ray Liotta. Somebody listen to our show, by the way. You never know when we're going to go on a Ray Liotta binge here sorry if you have no idea who ray Liotta is but dude i will tell you i, d- I know him from less movies than i smoking aces that's a good movie i don't know I don't you never seen smoking aces don't recognize it that's a that's a great movie dude um he's been in more than you think heartbreakers 2001 that was another one that's memorable for old marky uh yeah frazier did your frazier's coming back didn't know that did you like frazier by the way uh yes yes i did um i wasn't a huge fraser fraser fan he was my least favorite character on cheers cheers until the episode when lilith said she was cheating on him and then i felt bad for fraser and then i kind of liked the show but i hated his brother miles miles but his dad was awesome he is dead john mahoney are you sure about that yes you said it, so I'm going to believe yes. you. If I said it, I'd know I'm 50-50. Yeah. See, you know what you happen? Uh, this is what happened today. You became the are you sure guy. I did, dude. Anytime dude. you tell me someone's dead now, I'm going to be like, are you sure? I was, dude, I was like convinced Val Kilmer had This is what's away. really funny to me is that you sat through that whole movie thinking he was dead. I did. He came up on TV. I'm like, hey, I think I even said How did they do that? I I, well, I knew that they had filmed the movie like five years ago. Yeah, it's been a while. And I think I even leaned over to Eli and said, Eli, this guy's dead. Yeah. Hey, buddy. You should probably send a text. Hey, buddy. Just you know? so you know, this guy's dead. For all we know, uh, Eli's been Googling, should I, should Googling stuff a, you think ever I since. Send a text to Eli or Val? Both. An apology text and an ex- exclamation. Exclamation. Reminds explanation when the, text. When, uh, when uh, uh, Hulk Hogan sent out a tweet. In memory of Bam Margera, and Bam yeah. was still alive. Yeah. <laughs> he ran out a tweet, wish you were still here with us, brother. Miss you every day. And Bam replied to it and said, hey, brother, I'm still here. Did he mean Ryan Dunn, who was a jackass guy that I died? I don't know how that worked. I have no idea. Is Bam dead now, too? No. Bam is, Bam is alive. Okay. Yeah. Anybody else you want me to check? Man, I don't who know. Who else do you think is dead? Uh, Betty White did pass away. Betty White finally died. Um, that one's Burgess true. Meredith. He's gone. He's he's left. been gone a long time. Been a long time. Okay. Yeah. All right. Burgess. Those Meredith. are the those are the two I've been. Those most are the only two that I thought. The two I've been most concerned about. Yeah, I know we've talked about this. Do you ever have the weird dreams about missing funerals, or is it just me? What? Yeah, I have this dream quite commonly that one of my parents dies. I think it alternates. Oh. You know, we don't, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm relatively close to my family, but we don't see each other a lot. Yeah. I see my dad on trivia when I go to that and, uh, you know, some families see each other all the time. That's just not what we do. Um, so this isn't, 
I think this is actually a somewhat plausible scenario, especially when you have multiple siblings. So dad dies, okay? And everyone's busy with that. When someone dies, you got some stuff to do to figure out, right? My sister thinks my brother told me. My brother thinks my sister told me the news. Nobody ever told me. Mom plans the funeral. Funeral comes. I just not there. They figure, yeah, he must have been mad at dad or something like that. A couple weeks goes by. I happen to see that. I'm like, hey, where's dad? They're like, what are, you, what are you talking about? Like, where is he? Oh. And they're like, dad's dead. Oh, Mark. And I'm like, nobody told me. I missed the funeral. Like, literally nobody told me that he's dead. Here's what's I find out a couple weeks after. Here's what's so weird to me. You started this story by saying this, this is has a happened pl- in real life. Plausible scenario. Yeah, it is. You're telling me you don't think that has ever happened? Uh, you know, Mark, now that you say it like that, it's absolutely a happened. A big enough family where one of the siblings just didn't get told? That's had to have happened, man. I you I will not deny that it in the that it's happened. Probably we might have a listener that has it that's had it happen in their family. Yeah, it's just that that is so far removed from the reality of my life. Yeah. Uh, of I mean, just how close my You're family too is. Close for I'm it to way happen. too close to my with my brothers and sisters and yeah. and and dad to to have something like that happen. So this happened in Kirby enthusiasm. And that's probably why it's in my Where brain. The seed got planted. Yeah. yeah. His mother dies and no one told him. <laughs> that's horrible. I don't know why I laughed at that. Yeah. Well, you were busy. We didn't want to bother you. You know, it was one of those types of things. That show is so great, man. It, it is. It, it's that. It that's is. the epitome of a show my wife could never watch because it's the awkward moment. Every episode yeah. of that show has the awkward moment. Yeah. Larry it. David has made his entire life off that awkward just smell, could, could not smelling the weird and running towards it, man. Could not do it. Uh, Arrested Development. Did you guys ever watch oh, yeah. that show? Yeah, loved Arrested Development. Yeah, the money's in the banana stand. Just remember that. Did you? Uh, did you get the email that we got from the listener? See, this is what we're talking about. It's like my dad died. No one told me. Like, like recently. Yeah. In fact, uh, just a few minutes ago. Actually, an email. An email. What? To Mark at CharterHouseIowa.com. And Ross at charterhouseiowa.com. How do you have an email to me before me? I don't know. It's there. 1251 came from. Wait, hold on. Let's see if I've got something in. Nope. 1251. 1251. It's not even, oh, it's 107. Uh, I'm looking at spam. <laughs> you thought I was getting an email from the future. Well, you're you're not you recently, remember? Uh, you're right about that, man. You're Hold on, I'm going to this is going to bother me if I don't have this. Okay. Now I, now I got to check my other Cuz it's from a it's from a listener I got to check my email account. It's from a listener of the podcast. He's probably listening to this right now and he's like, "Come well, on, Mark." He's, he's not. He's Come not on, li- Mark. He's not listening to he's, us right I, now. He's going to be hearing this at some point. When I say he's hearing this right now in his mind, it's right now. He's like, "Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about, Ross." Cuz I remember sending the email at 12:51. Oh, here you go. Yeah, no, I got that. I thought that was spam. No offense, but your subject line listener is, uh, it's ass. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> All right. Jesus All right. Mark. We're getting invited to something, which, hey, I really appreciate that. Who sent this? Tony, uh, our, our listener, Tony. T- Tony, thank yeah. you. Thank you for sending this as I'm reading it. But, man, that sounded like a spammy headline. <laughs> that was, I, get, I get a lot of spam, man. <laughs> I probably clicked delete, so I'm glad you're here, <laughs> man. I'm glad I was here to save that one. Yeah, that's a good one. Man, oh, man. We got invited to something, so 
Hey, we appreciate that. Thanks, Tony. Yeah, dude. We'll actually, here. and here's and here's the truth, Tony. God bless you. You're inviting Ross. I'm an afterthought man, and that's okay. The, Ross, the email Ross is literally Ross. to Mark and Ross. It says Mark. No, it, but it says Mark Ross and team, and then yes. it says, and then it says, a longtime listener of the podcast, Kicks and Oak Cyclone fanatic. So maybe he likes me. You, I, will you get out of your own head? You're the star the of your own. Is- You're the star of the show. I'm okay. I'm okay with it. <sighs> People tune in to listen to you. They tolerate me. I'm okay. I'm not the one who. My ego, my who, ego has. I'm not has, the one who brings my, up such classic. My ego has 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 deflated much Mark. over the years. People think I have a high ego. I I it not it's not what it used to be. Listen, trust me. I would I couldn't. There's nobody else, maybe besides Travis Justice, that I could do this podcast with that would say the one thing that they took away from Castaway is. Uh, can we talk about dibs? Dibs. We need to get here's something we've never had, and I realize he's not local. If we ever get him in town, I want to do a this will sound great a three way with Travis. We need to get him in here, dude, because you know what would have happened if if he was here on that dibs discussion, and I think you'll agree with me on this. Travis would have said something along the lines of, "You know what? You're right." Like him and I think oh, really you, similar. You would you wouldn't have finished that, and Travis would have been like, "You're wondering who's getting in that ass, aren't you?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Him and I are really, really similar uh, in terms of how we process the world, for sure. Do you know Travis well enough to get him on the show? Oh, could absolutely. You, could he you would pull do it any, He'd do it. I need you. I need yeah, you to get Travis on, and we need to do uh, an Ed Wilson version. We need to have an oh, Ed Wilson Ed podcast. Would do this too. Uh, I absolutely. have so many weather questions that I want to answer. Listen. Ed, Ed is a guy that does not disappoint, man. I have loved and admired Ed Wilson since I was a little kid. And a lot of times they say, don't meet your heroes, right? Because you meet people and you realize that they're human beings. Yep. And that means they have bad days and they can be dicks and they can just let you down. I yep. mean, it's the old George Brett thing that we all went through as mm-hmm. kids, right? Yep. Um, Ed Wilson has, I, I've been around Ed several hundred days in my life. I've never, ever seen him having a bad day. Never. Yeah. I mean, like, and I'd say the same thing about Keith Murphy. Yeah. I, I never saw Murph having a bad day, but I, but Murph doesn't, uh, Murph exudes kindness. Okay. Yeah. Exudes it. And you've been around Murph to know what I'm now, talking let me about. Ask, let me ask you if this is Keith, true of, of both. Ed, Ed Wilson exudes happiness. I think, let me, so I know Keith a little, yeah. and I've met Ed a couple of times. You wouldn't know me, but, um, the difference of those two is I think that Keith is a very nice man, but an introvert. And, oh, Ed, yeah. and Ed is an extrovert. You, you've nailed that, Mark. And people would never know that about Keith. Yeah. He's re, he's a reluctant Keith is, local celebrity, in my opinion. Keith's one of my favorite people. And I, I like I don't I don't talk much about him because I he gets he uh I don't think he would like it, honestly. I don't think he likes he because he is an introvert. He's kind of a shy guy. He's incredibly talented, but yeah, he's kind of a shy guy. I, I had never thought of him as an introvert. It's hard to think of him as that, yeah. but I think you're a little bit right. Travis is that way too. Chris is that way. Yeah. Chris is in public. Chris does not like to be the center of attention and he is oftentimes I mean, yeah. he walks into a room or he walks yeah. into a cyclone event and hell, most of the times he's the MC of the event and he does a great job with it which makes it even weirder when you come to that realization that he, he isn't really comfortable doing it. And I, maybe I'm put, yeah. saying he's not comfortable doing it is too far. But Chris does have more of an introvert quality than you would ever imagine. And I'd never thought of that with Murph. You're right. He, he does. 
And again, I don't want to. Ed Wilson has had bad days. I'm smart enough to know that. I'm smart as a human being. Yeah, I'm smart enough to know that Keith Murphy has had bad days. What I mean by that is their professionalism doesn't allow that to show in a business environment, where it's just the only time I've been. I've been around them in personal environments too, but we were having fun and drinking beers and whatnot. Yeah. Um, The uh, yeah, Ed's a fascinating dude, man. He's just he he. He is so much fun. When I was a kid and I was working down at WHO TV with him, and, you know, the first time you see him, you're like, oh, hi, Ed Wilson. And uh, he'd go, uh, how you doing, baby? Yeah. Uh, I'm okay. How are you? Any better, I'd be twins. <laughs> like, you know, and the, like every day there was something different. What's shaking, bacon? Yeah. And and not corny. Every day it was like right off the cuff, cool, calm, ready to go. And and. I've noticed that with Ed going out on RVTV with him and stuff like that. Like, he's just, we're really, really lucky here in Des Moines, man. Those two guys are great examples of it. Um, maybe even the two best examples of it because, it, it, you know, like going into RVTV, this is the best story I could tell you. You know, we're in a place like, you know, whatever, Greenwood, Iowa. Sure. Been there many times. <laughs> whatever. You walk into the little local pub, right? And the first group that walks in is like, me and Williams and nobody recognizes, you know, and, and it's like me, Williams and Admire and Sears. Yeah. And maybe a head turns and you see one guy in a group kind of like look over and recognize, you know, kind of do the double take, but he doesn't even tap a friend to go, Hey, look, the, the dudes from TV 13 just walked yeah. in. Yeah. But you see him kind of recognize you and put his head back down. Next group that walks in is like Scott Sipker. And you'll see guys like, hey, there's that's the Iowa Nice guy. And they'll kind of do the thing where they'll like nudge their buddy and point and go, hey, yeah. man, who, who you recognize that guy, right? That's the dude that was on ESPN talking yep. about Iowa for a while. Yeah. Yep. Then Murph walks in the door. And you'll see this like reaction where people are at almost every table, somebody kind of recognizes. He's not as tall as I thought he well, was. They just, it's like, hey, Keith Murphy's here. And they knew he was coming to town, but you. Yeah. When Ed Wilson walks in the bar, it's like Norm from Cheers. Yeah. Grown men don't contain themselves. They don't tap their buddy. Grown men go, Ed Wilson! And yeah. Ed is, he, 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 he leans right into it. Like in the perfect way, he just, he's got that big smile. He's got that energy about him. Ed's a bigger guy. He's kind of got that, yeah. uh, you he, know, that alpha Ed, thing Ed's about him. Ed's thinking, buying drinks tonight. That's what he's thinking. No, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think that's what Drinks but are on them. Here's the deal, Mark. You, you, Yeah, it's that mentality. Yeah. He certainly isn't thinking, oh, great, free night of drinking. But it's that attitude of like, party's here, baby. Yeah. That's it. It's that. And, yeah. and I've seen that over and over, and I've seen that play out so many times. And he just never disappoints, man. He's, he's a... Well, have you ever a set one. up a guest... Because I will, I will absolutely. We need to get him on here and okay. uh, prepare him for forty-five questions about the weather yeah. from me. All right, I've uh, got a lot of questions. Now that we're doing the weather questions, Ed, have you seen Castaway? Yeah, Ed, I'd like to get your opinion on dibs. Just curious if you ever thought about dibs. Yeah. Hey, I went through this email and I want to talk about this for just a minute. Oh, the this one that is, we got that I dismissed. This is uh, that yeah. one. This is amazing, dude. What we're what we've been invited to here? Okay. Uh, um, let's let's pub it up. Is it something that needs pub? It's something that I think could use some pub, and it's pro- it's something that I I bet a lot of people aren't aware of. Okay. Uh, right. So what we've been invited to is a golf tournament to come out and play golf at the Legacy Golf Club for the Matt Harmon Memorial Golf Tournament happening in Des Moines the last five years. 
The guy who invited this to us, Tony, this is his wife, Tammy's former husband. Mm-hmm. Matt died of Huntington's disease. Do you know what Huntington's disease is, Mark? I have heard of Huntington's. Uh, you, I don't know enough to sound like I know what I'm talking about, though. But, yes, I have heard of it. Um, it's a horrible disease. Okay, Derek from New Sharon? You don't have to tell me something's horrible if somebody died from it. This one, Mark, it's... That's like um, cancer. Cancer, Mark, if you heard of that. That's a terrible disease. Yeah, uh, man, this one's, a, this one's especially... Especially terrible. It's especially terrible, Mark. Okay. It, it basically wields people uh, paralyzed. Their, their, their nervous system locks up on them. Um, and it's not something that it, it does. It isn't like cancer where it kills you in, in weeks or months. It's a long, slow, just horrible, horrible thing that families have to go through. Yeah. Uh, and st- so this is, we've been um, invited to come out and, and be a part of this and help raise some awareness and raise some money for Huntington's Disease Research, the Matt Harmon Memorial Golf Tournament, Part of help4hd.org raises money that goes directly to the University of Iowa Huntington's Disease Center for Excellence. Wow, that's incredible. This year, looking to grow the event, spread the word, raise awareness for Huntington's disease. So thank you for all the joys and laughs you and your peeps have brought us over. Well, it has worked because you were talking about it. So um, that's a, that is, are we, yeah, Huntington's are we, disease. Are we giving some dates here? Uh, Derek from New Sharon, you know that name? Uh, yes. Calls into my yeah. radio show, calls into the radio yep. show. His mom died of Huntington's disease. Okay. This is, um, when is this? This is uh, Thursday the 9th. I assume June, right? June? Uh, we better check that. Is the 9th? I mean, yeah, if you're yeah. going to send us yeah. an email, damn Come it. Come on, Tony. Thursday, Put the date in here. It is Thursday, okay. June, June 9th. Thursday, yeah. June 9th. Oh, 7 a.m. Check it. I'm out. <laughs> does tony know that we're real estate agents i mean how much does he listen to this show 7 a.m ross serious question for you oh, I'll, I'll be there is the, is the sun up at seven yes it is my friend <laughs> okay good <laughs> i'm just checking legacy golf club norwalk thursday uh the ninth 7 a.m check-in um you know what I'm going to do? Because I'm such a nice guy. He, he included a link. I will yeah. tweet this link out. And Ross, you'll probably retweet this. Yeah, link. and I'm going to make sure to talk about this on my show today too, Tony. So thank you for this. No, I'm, seriously, I do appreciate the invite. That's very, very nice. That, that's very nice. She's not even asking us for money, dude. This is a free, a free invite. It's a very nice thing for him. I thought he was going to be like, you know, it's $100, $100 a person, which I would have paid. I would I'm say impressed great. With all, I'm, great. I'm impressed with several parts of this story. I mean, the guy is involved in helping out with a tournament that raises money for his wife's, wife's ex- former husband, wife's right? Ex-husband. Right. That's got to be a pretty... Now, sp- this is a guy that could talk about dibs. <laughs> you mother... This, is, this <laughs> is the exact example we're talking about. You know? Stop. Okay. I'll, I'll stop. Tony, thank you. That's amazing, and I will. We have fun. We have yes. fun on this show. I will, will. I will pass along the link. Yep, and I'll uh, gladly help you re- spread some awareness. I have no idea what's going on in the ninth, but Ross and I might be there golfing. We'll t- we'll talk about. Yeah, it. we'll figure it out. I'll, we'll get back to you certainly. Thank you so much for for reaching out to us. All right, Mark. All right, time for the best story of the. Are you of ready your, of your for the best? Story I'm shocked you've ever that heard. you can even remember what you're about to tell me. 
Uh, as I distracted you, as you've been. I told you, I actually changed my mind. It was watching Maverick when I was like, it clicked. I was like, that's the one. That's okay. the one that Mark wants to hear this okay. week. Um, and it's a short one, but it is incredible. And I think that you will enjoy this immensely. How much do you know about the career of John Hamm? Now, we've spent a couple times uh, talking about Val Kilmer yep. and talking about, uh, uh, who's the other guy that is dead? Ray Liotta? I John Hamm, by the way. You, John Hamm, not dead. I will tell you everything that I know Okay, about John Hamm. All right. You better have 30 minutes because that's how much I know. Okay. Just kidding. You don't need that much time. Uh, here's the two things I know. John Hamm is from Kansas City. Yes. And John Hamm has a big ham in his pants. Allegedly, he is known. He is known. <laughs> he is watching? known. He what? is known is for having a huge. You, he is known for having a huge hog, what? and from hogs what? we get ham. What? So he's got a huge ham in his pants. This is a fact, Ross. How do you know this is a fact? Google John Ham huge cock, and you will see <laughs> what I'm talking about. Uh, it's, it, it's like how do you not know? How do you not know that this is what he's known for? Like the things you don't know impress me. <laughs> it's amazing. The things I don't know could fill a room. I'm gonna Google and show you a photo. I don't want to see a picture of John Ham's yes, hog. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, it's not. It's not a naked picture. It's just in his pants, but it's big. <laughs> All right. I'm just telling you, it's 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 big. Well, there you go. That was the best story I had. The best story I'd ever heard was John Ham's hog. So the first thing that pops up is a Cosmo article. The subject is John Ham's ham, a penile retrospective. <laughs> the subheadline is every every what every tear? What? Oh, every tear after John Ham puts his penis away as a waterfall, but take heart. For here's a look back at John Ham's ham's best moments. What? There's an article in about this. Cosmo about uh, John Ham's hog? Yes, and there's 13 photos. And it's mostly of him in khakis or something else, and it's it's a it's just bulge. Look at it! Look at it down here. He's huge. He is huge. It ain't the pleats, baby. It's the meats. It's the John Hams. That's what it is. The pleats is the meats. Makes me want Arby's. I'm getting Arby's after this. That's an amazing line. It's, Holy cow. I mean, every photo, he's got a huge bulge in his pants. Oh. Do we, we have ladies that listen, right? You're welcome. I have a, uh, I have a pair. You're of, welcome. I think it's my Under Armour khakis. That make it look big? They're like, they are, I don't know what is the deal with the cut of those pants, but I. You get comments. Every time I put them on, Aaron's like, whoa, put on the cock pants. Are you happy to see me today? That. God, I'm just, I'm, I'm. I'm Form fitting, I guess. I uh, feel like I've broken news to you today a couple times. Val Kilmer is alive. It's freaking great. John Hamm's got a big penis. <laughs> well, honestly, you've just made Did my I make the story better. You've worse? made my story better. Okay. Much better. And you're going to understand in a few moments because you're right that he's from Kansas City. You're also right that he had quite an interesting start to get into being an actor because he's he has a distinct look. When John Hamm was first trying to get into the movie business, he was actually told multiple times, Mark, that he looked too much like a, an actor from the 50s or 60s. 
So that's Hence why, why he got mad. That's why Madman was such an incredible break for John Hamm because yep. he that put him in that period piece where he could be that actor of that uh, that he looked like. Yep. And he does. I mean, anybody that's seen John Hamm knows he's got that look of a fifties dapper yep. man. Yep. He does. But while his uh, entertainment career was struggling to start. He actually at one point gave up altogether on being an actor and moved back to Kansas City and became the drama teacher at his former high school. So John Hamm, at one point in time, had that giant hog just sitting down in some uh, theater room yep. in a Kansas City high school, letting it go to waste. Had the ladies in a tizzy. Yep. Okay. He had a catering job uh, that he lost when he was out in L.A., but he'd worked with a gal out there. And he kind of made a desperate phone call to her and said, hey, I am uh, I'm looking for work, and I'm thinking about giving this acting thing one last go. And she said, uh, well, you can actually have my job. And he's like, well, what do you mean? And she says, you can have my job. I'm doing set dressing, and uh, I, I, I hate doing it. And he said, I don't know how to do that. And she said, it's not hard. They'll hire anybody. It's just soul-crushing. For me, I can't oh, do it. Nice. And his response was soul crushing. That sounds amazing. I'll do it. I'm in. Mark, this is what she didn't tell him. That she was, in fact, doing a job called set dressing for a, a, a publication that was making movies. What she did not tell him is that they were X-rated movies. Oh. So I should have said... In Kansas City? No, in L.A. Okay, he's in L.A. So, yeah, okay. he, while he's in Kansas City, he reached out to his friend who he okay. worked with in L.A. and says, I'm, I'm struggling. I'm thinking about getting back into acting. She says, I don't know about any acting gigs, but come take my job because I hate it. By the way, his first acting credit, I'm going to tell you, was 1997. It's Ally McBeal. And then his next acting credit's 2000. So, but he's titled as Gorgeous Guy at Bar. Yeah, right. Exactly. This is in the Ally type McBeal. of stuff he was getting, right? Yeah. Until he gets... This job being a set dresser for Skinamax softcore titty movies, Mark. Okay. That's how his friend described what she was doing. Okay. She she says uh, she hands me a bucket with all of her tools in it and says, you just move shit around, do whatever they want you to do. I went the following Monday and I said, I'm the new set dresser. Literally no one blinked. Before eventually landing the role of advertising genius Don Draper in 2007, Ham made a series of appearances on shows including Gilmore Girls, Allie McBeal, yep. Charmed, and CSI Miami. Yep. Seeing all those here. But his first gig was set setting up props for porn movies, Mark. I mean, he was in the industry. The Esquire uh, interview is really good. Ham uh, addresses reports he was involved in a violent college fraternity hazing incident at the University of Texas. Assault charges were filed against him and fellow uh, fraternity members, but they were dropped. He says, I wouldn't say it's accurate, Ham said of the reports. Everything about that is sensationalized. I was accused of these things. I don't. It's so hard to get into that. I don't even want to uh, waste any more breath on it. Hmm. Hmm. What was that about? Um. Yeah, I'm looking through his credits. A lot of time on IMDb today. That's what we do. That's what we do, baby. Did How about you, that, Mark? I thought you'd enjoy that. John Hamm, a guy who you only I knew did, one no, thing I do, about. I do, I do like those stories because. You only knew he had a giant hog, and it turns out he was in porn, and you didn't even know it. But I also knew he was from Kansas City, so I technically knew two things. 
Kansas City, and yeah, he was a drama teacher at, a, at, at the high school that he graduated from. Did you know that he was in Donkey's Christmas Shrektacular in I've, 2010? I've, I've heard that he's carrying some donkey. Hung like a donkey, that's for sure. How long until you Google your own photos for proof of this? Will it be today when you're, See, okay, you're taking a, a dude, dump? I hate when you, no, I will not be Googling photos of John Ham's hog. No. Not at never. I mean, this this is a separating difference of us. If somebody told me, "Have you seen that John Ham has a huge hog?" and you can Google it, I would Google it. I would Google it. I just don't have any interest. In I'm a I'm it. a verify guy. I like to verify. <laughs> you know, I don't feel like this is apparently one of you don't care about verifying I anything. I don't feel like this is one of those you pieces. hear Val Kilmer's dead. You just assume <laughs> it's true. You don't verify shit. I could tell you anything, dude. Tell you we're closing. You won't show up tomorrow. You'll just assume we are. <laughs> Go to Eyes. Call Bobby Eyes. Yeah, you'll be like, all right. Guess I don't work there anymore. Hi, Iowa Realty. I'm just. I you just, guys are charging seven percent. I'm just saying you could dig in a little bit more. That's all. All right. Hey, I'm going to leave uh, people with that, this. Mark. We are going to post a link because we said we would for this golf tournament. Yes. Uh, if you're listening, by the way, and you don't follow us, follow us. You know, we don't do that much on Twitter, but we post the episodes and occasionally something so we could grow the follower count nothing wrong with that but we're going to post this link on uh there about this golf tournament coming up on june 9th love it great idea um i'm going to go see top gun this weekend or Ma- is it maverick it's called maverick yeah, yeah whatever i knew what you meant yep i'm gonna go see that take the kid i'd have seat and watch the the first one just so that he understands that maverick isn't just some jerk that killed Goose that he really loved because that's a, that's the only part of the initial movie that you'd really want to understand. Got it. Other than that, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens. But man, the movie. How about this? There's one f bomb in the movie because okay. in a, in a I guess in a PG thirteen limited, you're allowed one. Okay, and they used it. They use it, and I I. Like you said, most of the footage is actually, it's not, there's very little green screen or like computer animation. There's a moment with just a few minutes left in the movie where a plane does something. And in unison with Tom Cruise, I went, what the fuck? (laughs) It's wild, dude. The movie is incredible. It's, yeah, go see it. Ross gets no money for plugging this movie whatsoever. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Check out the link that we'll post uh, later with this episode, and we will see you next week.